0: Jesus. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, and there will be people walking around us, so you will probably hear. That's a turtle head popping out. That's a turtle. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> oh, I saw it and I thought it was just like a little rock or something. Hey turtle, are you, you gonna come up on the land? Oh no, you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it underwater? i oh, back up again? Yeah, yeah. Nope. He's kind of just like, Nah. I'm just, I'm just trying to see what's going on he's up bobbing. in here. Come back, come up. That'd be so cool if it just like walked right up to us and be like, I got stuff to say.
1: <laughs> Una tata ruta. Please record me.
0: <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about a topic that um, Raquel picked out. That's it. Yes. But it's a very important topic and it's not something I would have come up with. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I, don't so. I don't think I would have. And so uh, today we're going to talk about toxicity, yes. like toxic behavior. I think we've all dealt with somebody who's had toxic tendencies. It's going to come up that's kind of like. we've had to deal with in a sense Mm -hmm. um so more importantly we are going to kind of help hopefully talk through some of these toxic kind of traits why they're kind of so hurtful to others (laughs) yeah and hopefully we can kind of help you guys gain a better perspective if you want to kind of move out of maybe a toxic friendship or relationship with somebody else or even so like reducing the you know the toxic tendencies that you have so yeah it's a this gonna be a good one yeah for sure hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah Yeah. so starting off we do this every time although i think i forgot last time maybe i didn't it's okay would you like to talk about a small win that you had this week Um, or last week or since i've seen you (laughs) a
1: small win i can deadlift and squat with a comforter comfortably a 70 pound kettlebell it's always fitness with me (laughs) that's so cool 70 pounds
0: I still don't know how to deadlift somebody's got to show me I can show
1: you okay which is which is more than half my weight I found out because I did the math and
0: I'm like yeah and you and you did that comfortably I did damn you got some muscle (laughs) I do now (laughs) (laughs) that's really cool um, All my high school bullies out there listening. I, you might want well to think twice. I'd no. be like, yes, we, uh, we're going to tune into this one specifically. I'm ready to admit I have toxic tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so small one for me. Um, I think I always have trouble, like, coming up with these things because I feel like uh, my days just kind of melt into each other. They just happen. They really just be happening. <laughs> I wake up and I'm just like, what's next? Um, But one of the good things, oh, I went to L.A. to Lucky Strike, bowling with my friend to celebrate her 30th birthday. Even though I didn't really like the company, I really enjoyed the bowling. (laughs) Well, that's great, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that was a really good win for me. I think, like, I got to explore a new place. It was really cool because it had, like, a little restaurant side and then it had the bowling side. And then above each lane, there was a projector. And I was fun. like, "Wow, we can have like a movie night while bowling. Like that's pretty <laughs> that's rad. Cool. That's really rad. I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll go one day. Yeah. Are you into bowling? Because yeah. we can just. I like bowling. Really? Bowling's I'm fun. horrible at it. Still don't understand it, but I'm hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like me for sure. Oh. It's either off too much to the right or to the left. <laughs> if I don't have like the what are they called the the barriers up? Oh yeah, yeah, or the bumpers. The bumpers, yeah, yeah, yeah bumpers. I, sometimes I'm like, dude, just give me a win. Put up the bumpers. <laughs> yeah. <For sure. laughs> but yeah. Oh. oh, I was. I think that was a geese. I thought. Oh, I thought it was a fart, but it's yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely, it's definitely one of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's foul of some kind. Yeah.
0: For sure. Okay, so let's um. Let's get down to the topic at hand. So I think I've I have a little bit of trouble like finding the science behind this because a big part of it is that it's more like behavior like this is culturally ingrained,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, right. and it's like generational. So it's it's in a sense it's like it's conditioning. It's conditioning. So let's okay. So let's each define what we think like toxic behavior is. Um, I feel like toxic
1: behavior. Is usually a mental mind fucking tool used to sabotage another person for the the uh, the toxic person's gain. It's it's a ploy. It's being a mental predator. It's it's a characteristic of a mental predator. <laughs> I think all these birds are making me think of nature. You know, it
0: just... yeah. <laughs> I just—I saw your face; like there was such a glit- like glitter in your eyes. You're like mental predator. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna love put it. that in my love it my phrases. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, so I think for me, when it comes to toxic behavior, I would define it as um, like like tendencies that rub people the wrong way, and that are done repeatedly to a point where it's kind of like an expected behavior Mm. um you know i I just know that when i run into somebody who i believe is toxic i expect to feel their negativity as if it's my own because they project a lot of negativity i expect to like be played on emotionally yeah there's kind of like this emotional concept when it comes to toxic negativity um i expect to have my walls up around that person i have to always be guarded but essentially i think it's like negative behavior that can coax information out of somebody that they wouldn't necessarily want to tell you that it could kind of like influence their behavior in some way Hmm. um yeah even emotionally physically like stuff like that it's kind of just feels like it's like it's a weird way to get under somebody's skin i'm sorry made me think of khan jungle
1: book a trust in me (laughs) all like hypnotizing (laughs) to get what he wants
0: (laughs) that was not the snake yeah oh yeah <laughs> i've only watched that one once oh yeah it was so it was so trippy when i watched it i was right. a little kid i still couldn't understand what was going i could barely make sense of life <laughs> <laughs> watching that was just like the cherry on top i was ultra confused <laughs> it can be extra but i was ultra confused That's funny um yeah and so i think why this is kind of the big deal to talk about i think it's a huge extension of what we've done in the past with this podcast like um Friendships, For example, like I said in the, like we said in the last episode, they're really important. There is definitely many benefits, but the thing is, like, when you do have some sort of toxic behaviors, toxic traits, toxic tendencies, in a sense, you will have a hard time finding friendships that last. Yeah. Or you start to cultivate friendships based on common toxic traits and habits. That you've been conditioned to accept. Exactly. And you consider normal, which yeah. is not good. Yes, and it's a huge extension to what we talked about when it comes to self-sabotage, for example. I do kind of feel like, you know, from what I read at least for a little while about toxic traits and toxic tendencies, the biggest thing about it is that it seems like it's just another form of self-sabotage. Yeah. Because you are really undermining your potential to influence somebody in a nice way. Yeah. In like a good way. Um, But it is also, like, it's a defeatist mindset in a sense. Some of it is, like, really, like, you are expecting a lot of bad to happen. So you just kind of beat everything to the punch by being negative in the first place. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, we want our listeners to be happy. Yeah. (laughs) We want our listeners to understand, like, themselves to a deeper level. And more than anything, we really want everybody to gain a sense of, like, freedom from some of the struggles that they've gone through. And so yeah, can I add a thought? Of course, absolutely. I just had this conversation mm-hmm. um
1: discussing happiness and always wanting to be happy. And I think as part of there's like this uh what is it? This phrase I heard, toxic positivity. Yeah. You can't have this expectation to be happy all the time. So I think if you're striving to always be happy, um I think you're going to run into some walls there, too. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a difference. There's a distinction between <laughs> mm-hmm. a distinction between um, being a happy person and having, like, shitty days versus and accepting that you're going to have shitty days
0: mm-hmm. versus
1: being somebody who is always unhappy and then you just, like, you hope, for like the little happy days that are sprinkled once in a while. Um, and, and, you know, obviously like there's certain things in life, circumstantial situations, (laughs) that was wordy, uh, (laughs) unnecessarily wordy, but you know, like scenarios in your life where maybe your life is just, you can't help that it's just hard a lot of the time. But I, I think, I think I'm talking more of like mindset and, and in terms of things that you can actually control. Mm Um, and, and, I, and I think that's the thing is that n- no matter the level of happy you are, obviously don't compare your happiness to other people's and yada, yada. You can be inspired by their happiness, other people's happiness. But it's important to realize like no matter where you are on the happy spectrum or how content you are with your life, like you're going to have times where you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why in those moments you have to be a good support system for yourself, things I've been saying, or have a good... And or have a strong support system around you, but yeah, just get rid of the idea that, oh, the end game is i 'm going to be happy twenty four seven I want to figure that out like mm-hmm. nah seven. yeah, because life doesn 't work that way
0: yeah, that's for sure. I think um, a couple of days ago i just to echo what you were saying, a couple of days ago, I was kind of just sitting in my room, and I was like laying down, and I could think to m- I, like and I thought about it, it felt like my body was sad, but my brain my mind was okay okay and it was like such a weird distinction because usually it's like if I feel like my body's sad my my mind follows suit but it's it was to a point where like I felt like my body was like sad didn't really want to move around a lot stuff like that but my mind was like everything's completely fine yeah and so there's just kind of this I think it's important to accept like the duality of of emotions yes there's like Raquel said before there's you know, you cannot expect happiness all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that being said, you cannot, you, you shouldn't, at least, in my opinion, meet everything with disappointment first. Right. Don't <laughs> settle on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah. And I think um, a big part of toxic negativity, for example, is that people um, tend to already meet certain situations that they would find struggle, like that they would find hard, hard to hoard they would find hard to deal with with disappointment already and so it does kind of um start off with like like again it's a lot of self-sabotage but i think a big part of toxic negativity is that there are these specific core values that make you behave a specific way um and especially and it can go in either direction obviously doesn't necessarily have to be toxic but um a big part of toxic negativity is that it tends to start becoming something that leads into a toxic role um so for example we can talk about um the idea of being self-sacrificing in relationships Mm -hmm. that's something that a lot of people think is very normal but it's not really actually the case at all it's not actually very normal to like you know put somebody ahead of you so much so that you are sacrificing like 20 to 30 50 of your own happiness because what does that breed in the relationship, it breeds a lot of resentment. Yeah. It breeds a lot of regret. Um, you're really dimming your shine yeah. for the sake of somebody not abandoning you. Right. And that is a toxic trait. Because and you abandon yourself. Exactly.
1: Yeah. In the process. Sorry. No, it's saying. okay.
0: Yeah. That, that's, that's what I, that was along the lines of what I was going to say. It's like it's a toxic trait because you are abandoning your own groundwork that you've built up to this point. And it's just it also ends up affecting everybody else around you because if you feel like you've sacrificed so much I think your mindset sometimes is like so when is everybody gonna give to me like when is who's gonna fill my cup like (laughs) 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 the (laughs) own cup yeah exactly yeah and on the round of like the toxic positivity stuff it's like yeah there's like some certain like there's certain quotes and sayings that are out there right now it's like choose yourself like it's you above everybody else Mm -hmm. and it's like okay okay listen (laughs) okay listen that's um good in theory yeah relationships are definitely give and take yeah and at the end of it if you are constantly putting yourself first as well I feel like that's also something that's a bit toxic too it can be yeah it's a bit narcissistic tendencies like for example (laughs) like this uh, for example like I know I mentioned I went bowling Um, But, and I didn't enjoy the company very much because I was with people who uh, really just wanted to watch out for themselves Mm. and wanted their own fun throughout Mm. the day. And obviously, it's like if you're inviting a group of people to go do something with you, we should all kind of mutually decide on what we do. But, yeah, so it kind of turns out that I I drove like an hour and a half in a specific direction just to go bowling, you know? like That's
1: what I felt like. When we literally have one in town. Yeah, when we have like
0: literally... Ten minutes away, I could it's have met a them. Bowling alley. Yeah, it's good. You can like, yeah, you can bowl in the dark. It's so great. It's so great. Uh, oh, that turtle's back. Hi, turtle. Okay. Oh, are you gonna come up? Is this your spot? Are we just invading your space? Like, is this where you chill for a little while? <laughs> He's like, man, this is where I. <laughs> really
1: this just, is where I unwind for the yeah, day I after so my y'all turtle really took my meditation movies. tree. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a nice tree. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, I forgot where I was going with this, but um,
1: oh well, we have a bowling alley that's local, and people should have a consensus on when they yeah. get together and yes, yeah,
0: yes, yes, especially for a birthday party. Yes, exactly. And so I think um, I think another big kind of issue when it comes to toxic negativity, um, is that there's like this expectation sometimes, and I think it's this is kind of all across the board, even. Oh man, there's like so many thoughts coming to my head right now. But this is all across the board. Like there are certain people, specific people you feel like, I don't know if you've ever run into this where you feel like they feel like they want you to know exactly what they're thinking. Yep. Yeah. And that's a bit toxic. It is. (laughs) Because nobody could really ever know 100% of what's going on in your head. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, And not only that, but it also creates a lot of tension for the people who want to be there for you, honestly. Yeah. Who really want to care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: You're
1: going to make them not want to camp. <laughs> like, man, fuck this. Yeah, this is too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially if, like. If they're smart, they'll. <laughs> Sorry. Some people just <laughs> no, stick around, good. and that's toxic, too. Stick it... around longer than you. Need yeah, to.
0: definitely. For sure. And I think the, the thing that I've noticed a lot is that, um, which is prevalent in our society a lot, especially because of our social media and stuff, is people take other people's lives personally. Like, yeah. they really, like, the gossiping is, like, <laughs> to a ridiculous level now. It's so... Yeah. It's kind of almost like because everything's personalized on your phone, you feel like all that information coming in is for you to judge. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense to me. But, yeah. Yeah. I
1: agree. Sure. I was just having this conversation with Sarah the other day that... Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to create... Paint two scenarios for you. When you get together with somebody... You set up a dinner date with somebody that you just don't, you know, usually make time for. Yeah. Are you, is your intent on spending time with that quality time with this person or is your intent to potentially gossip catch people up on what you want to think or consider the hot gossip you want to maybe flex because you deep down feel like there's something lacking in your life or you just want to like dig dirt get information about another person that that other person is close with that you made these dinner plans with if you fall into that category my friend you are toxic and you need to sort (laughs) yourself out (laughs) (laughs)
0: the picture was painted very clearly you guys just rewind if you didn't if you didn't get it all
1: (laughs) like why are you getting together with people if it's not to enjoy their company you need to reassess yeah
0: yeah spending your time talking about other people in the company of others just kind of seems like I don't know there's a couple of things wrong with that in my opinion I feel like here's me gossiping about other people gossiping like but it's just it we just got to be clear about this. In my opinion, it does feel like you don't... You, you, it feels like you're trying to distract yourself from what's going on in your life. Yeah. By just judging other people and making sure that your mindset is in the is, is like the point, you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't really know what's going on with other people. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like their struggles are very much not laid out for you. So... You know, there's no necessary reason to judge others, especially gossiping. I don't know. Like, sometimes you, you need to get some get something off your chest, and that's fine. But when it becomes toxic is if it's... If you are literally... if it, it, It's the difference between venting and gossiping. When you yep. vent, it's like, okay, let me just get this off my chest, and it ends here, you know? But when it comes to gossiping, on the other hand, it's like you're analyzing every little thing in order to judge
1: i'm so sorry but i swear to god i swear to god if that's not keanu reeves that guy looks like keanu reeves and he was looking at me like don't blow my cover i swear to god i think keanu reeves just fucking walked behind us i'm so sorry it's okay i swear to god
0: i hope he has a good walk (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm glad he got his dog my eyes got
1: big and then he saw me he's like oh and he kind of turned his head and i'm like i but he maybe maybe he's just like i get that a lot don't confuse me maybe it's not him he wouldn't be here on a Tuesday.
0: I mean, why wouldn't you be on a Tuesday? That sounds like a Keanu Reeves move.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you know, this seems like a Keanu Reeves hangout spot. Yeah, He's not? no drama. I'm so sorry, you why guys. Not? No, but and I'm happy you wanted <laughs> to get back on track. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. I swear to God
0: that, no, that if like, that's not Keanu listen, Reeves, that's I his cousin. I feel like the more I hang out with you, the more we're going to run into like people, celebrities, and I I'm, I'm just going to be like, I don't know who that is. And you're going to be like freaking out. I'm like a famous person
1: <laughs> magnet. Sorry. You okay. I'm, you know what? I'm sorry. It's cool though. No, yeah, it's fine. I, this is not. not This is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> but I'm glad you said what you said cuz I was going to yes. add on to that is that there is a distinction like you said between venting and gossiping. Yes. And to also add on top of that because today on the car ride on the way to we went boulder climbing, oh, yes. I was I was I was voicing my concerns for a particular person yes. in my life and I was asking for advice or at least just like hear me out or like does mm-hmm. this sound strange to you should i be concerned like it was yeah. more along did that seem like well i'm not going to say what you were thinking what did that did that come off that way to you
0: no it didn't it definitely okay. didn't come off as gossiping it was yeah, more yeah. Of just like it came out of love and i think yeah. there, that is the difference that there's there's gossiping that comes out of like some sort of hatred some sort of judgmental force some sort of like what I get is that you take your mindset you take your beliefs and you cast it onto others and then you ask why and you try to start to pin it on why, why is it not matching up why are yeah. they not behaving the way that I've been taught how to behave yeah are these you red know?
1: flags or is this my like my, my trauma like I'm speaking I'm kind of speaking on my behalf it's like is this because of my trauma taught me not to trust things and be suspicious of everything or is there something weird <laughs> going on here that was kind of my whole thing See that yes. that's that's a toxic trait my mind has that I got to work through
0: mm, and I'm aware of it yeah I tend to be very self-sacrificing and so that is something that I definitely need to work on yeah. I have to and I've been really good at it I, there's this book that I uh recently was listening to because I have to like sit in traffic now a lot longer you guys don't get an adult job unless you're ready <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's so true. Horrible with horrible. <laughs> horrible, number one. But number two, um, yeah. So it's called, um, I think it's called Setting Boundaries. Um, and the last name of the author is Tawab, T-A-W-A-A-B. Um, and I think it's a female. And, yeah, well, she sounds like a female in the audiobooks, but I don't want to gender her. But anyway, the point is yeah. she was talking about boundaries and how most of, like, our issues... When it comes to conflict with others, is that we don't voice our boundaries, but then on top of that, we expect others to understand what those boundaries are. And going back to the idea of like toxic negativity, a lot of that behavior relies on the idea that you are, in fact, like looking at something through the mindset of your own beliefs, your own values, your own life experience, and then you're judging people based off of that. Yeah. And that tends to breed, like, a very controlling culture, a very misinformed opinion, if anything. And it's just not, like, it's not empathetic at all. It just feels very, uh, you know, <laughs> it just feels very, I don't know, like, a little, like, controlling. And I yeah. think that's also, like, a negative, I think that's one of the biggest things when I was looking into... Um, research about like toxic traits and toxic behaviors like and it's so funny because I went down this loophole of like watching all these YouTube videos like how do you know you're a toxic person and I was like okay I gotta I gotta watch all of these but yeah Yeah, those are fun and a lot of yeah and a lot of the things like kind of mapped out was like a little bit about how like there's there's a bit of self-sabotage going on but the biggest thing is like (laughs) the biggest thing is that like it's the controlling factor like you try to control your control others in a way and, oh, do you think that guy's gonna come back around? I really wanna see if it's him.
1: I don't know, but I, I have a question for you that's gonna answer this. What? Did he seem
0: like he was six foot one? Cause I
1: Googled his height. <laughs> Cause if that mofo was not yeah. six foot one. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. At least six feet. I'm just, he kind of. He's definitely over five, nine. They say if it walks like a duck, it. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. I'm done. I'm done. Okay.
0: Well, we'll never I know mean, for sure, but. Maybe I can just like blank out the the park name. That we're at, so oh, that'll yeah. just leave him peaceful, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll do that, <laughs> y'all are not gonna know you're not going to know did you hopefully. have a look at him, did he seem, or you didn't have I didn't have a look at him. at him, even like the where the gray hair grew in his beard, but <laughs> you saw him, huh, I, did. I would just kind of almost feel like a, like what okay he just he doesn't have a celebrity walk you know what I mean and not that I'm judging sorry not that I'm judging you know like he just doesn't look like he has like that celebrity walk that I would expect Keanu Reeves to have which makes me feel like he's just a very talented actor that he can just like blend in as a natural human being in this situation (laughs) if I ever tell my mom my sister I let Keanu Reeves walk behind me they'd be like you idiot yeah for sure. Sorry. For sure. No, it's fine. I just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I didn't even notice him. Uh, so that's gotta. Be I was worse. just trying to look at a dog. I wasn't even trying. I've been just looking at the dogs did walking. Did you by. Did you look up to see what his dog looks like? I mean, wait, is this okay? I think we're crossing a boundary. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to just the keep- podcast. I'll just keep talking. You You You, you <laughs> Google for us. You're on some homework. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, man. Maybe it's not his dog. (laughs) Yes. And then, so okay, going back to boundaries, I think a big part of um, at least alleviating the presence of toxic negativity in your life is to set boundaries and to be very specific about them and then to follow through. Because a big part of setting boundaries is the enforcing of it. Um, Throughout the book, she spoke about how if you set a boundary and you let people cross it, nobody's really going to listen. Um, It's kind of almost like if you decide to let somebody, you know, hurt you and they apologize and you say, "Okay, don't do it again. And then they do it again. Yeah. And you say, don't do it again. And then they do it again. There's like no consequence in a sense for changed behavior. And so maybe consequence is a harsh word. But I hope you guys understand that sometimes you really do have to follow through on setting those boundaries up. And again, recognizing what those boundaries should be, it, it's supposed to address a certain desire or need and it's supposed to reduce for, like potential conflict in the future. And your boundaries cannot be a response to other people's boundaries because that's like an enmeshment sort of thing.
1: Yeah, that's
0: like canceling it out. That's canceling it out, which is also toxic negativity as well. (laughs) In a sense, it's kind of almost like you're trying to control the other person by putting up a boundary after they've already stated, hey, this is something that I want as a boundary. By all means, though, if it feels like their boundary is crossing something that you don't want to be a part of. You can definitely say hey that's that might not be a healthy boundary to set. I think you can definitely say that. Yeah. Because there's a Oh, absolutely. L- there are a lot of times where yeah, I, I mean not to delve into like the horrible relationships I've been in, but there have <laughs> there this one person that I was on and off off with for like about 5 years, horrible boundaries boundary issues and I didn't know it at the time because I was codependent. And um, one of the biggest things is that there would be times where I was told how to behave. In a certain way, at a certain, but that person was free to do whatever they wanted, and that that was toxic in a sense because again, it's like it just feels like if you're forcing somebody to behave a certain way and you're playing by a different set of rules, yeah, you're you being narcissistic.
1: Yeah, you're not. That's exactly <laughs> right. Though. You're
0: not in a situation where you can you should control other people. You need to like step back and reflect in a sense. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, um, and I think a big part of a big part of this conversation is like being able to recognize the toxic negativity and being able to set appropriate boundaries. Um, again, it's important to understand that nobody has responsibility over you Mm -hmm. and you do not have responsibility over others. It's kind of almost like you are not in charge of somebody else's life. You're not in charge of their, of your, of their survival and they are not in charge of yours. So there's a line in the sand where you get to kind of call your own shots and they got they get to call their own shots as well. But there's this, like, mutual respect that neither one of you are going to cross any sort of line. You know?
1: Yeah, and, and um, you're definitely, to kind of add to that, piggyback off of that, you're definitely in charge of your own healing, and you get to choose how you heal, too. Mm-hmm. But I think there are... But then you have to be careful because with coping mechanisms, people can kind of like the the easiest blah, 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 the easiest example <laughs> would be like after a breakup. You know, you can I advise you sit with your emotions, you work through it, you 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 really decide what you want, depending on if you were gaslit, like whatever the case may be, whatever you blah, 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 you dealt with or mm-hmm. you dished out.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: I feel like it, a lot of the time it's not just one person. It could be mm-hmm. mostly the other person, but there could have been things you did to enable or. Uh, fight fire with fire at times I mean you know yourself you know what you contributed you know you assess what happened figure out what to do better next time what's the takeaway what was you know make it a learning experience as people say it was a learning experience because it is it's Mm -hmm. cliche but it is for a reason Um, but getting a rebound and playing with somebody else's emotions and stuff like that that is just that could seem like healing that could seem like you're moving on but it's it's not it's I feel like that would just bring on further hurt. Mm -hmm. And then you'd have to do more work after that. So, really be selective in how you heal. But you can heal in your own way. But don't confuse like convenience or um, 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 instant gratification at the expense of somebody else as healing because it's not you're just bullshitting yourself and another person now you're now you're getting
0: other people involved in your bullshit so don't do that either yeah i think it like the price to pay for um using others as a distraction is not cheap i think in the long run when you you know base your sort of what was that that jumped in the water (laughs) if it was the turtles like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) but um or maybe it was a, a duck that just swam down. I don't know. But anyway, the, the point is the price that you, you, you pay. I don't know how to say it exactly, but I'm just going to say what's coming to my mind right now. is that like, if, your time, if you think about it, your time is limited. You've only have, you only have so many heartbeats left.
1: Right. Oh, I like that. And
0: a big part of being here on this planet, I think for all of us, is to get in touch with ourselves even more. Yeah. Because we come into this alone and we go out of this alone, but in between we find a lot of love. And a big part of that is realizing that you you shouldn't use other people as distractions. You shouldn't use other people as, like, a punching bag. Um, You know, and you shouldn't blame others for your own behavior. Like, in a sense, sometimes in definite dire situations, yeah, there are moments where you're forced to behave a certain way for your own survival. Right. And I understand. And I'm really sorry if you guys have gone through that. And I wish you lots of love and luck on getting back to healing all of that um but there's a certain point where you have to realize that again like if you use others as a destruction it really just keeps you from growing yeah and i think that's the point of why we wanted to talk about this is that you know toxic negativity kind of leaves you in a state of, of stagnation yeah like you are you if you have literally exercised the same mindsets you had in high school <laughs> and you're in your 40s or 50s there's some work to do <laughs> yeah, seriously, absolutely, and um, so I think we might we might end this a little early. I think we we should just kind of keep this a little short and sweet. Um, I yeah, <laughs> I did want to close the book. Oh. I'm so sorry
1: to bring up this Keanu Reeves thing again, no. but just for anybody who's dying to know, this is um, a Google search as of May 2021. It says that according to an AMA on Reddit about his preference between cats and dogs, he was noncommittal and that he probably doesn't have any pets at all. I know this was last year, and yes, it's possible he could have adopted since then, but there's a chance that might not have been him. Aww, I don't know. Okay. But we'll leave it to your guys' interpretation. with <laughs> whatever you, you choose to believe. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think I might have found a clue. All right. So sorry, nothing to do no, with it's the
0: fine, it's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> I'm sure they were dying. They were like, wow, this mystery, this mystery. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I think, all right. So I think we should kind of close this out on like a a positive note. I think if you were having trouble moving on from people in your life that are toxic, um, that make you feel bad. If you're even wondering how to gauge whether or not that person is toxic. I think the best, the best rule to follow is after spending an hour with that person, do you feel completely drained? Mm -hmm. That's kind of when you know that that person is probably expressing a lot of toxic negative traits. Um, Do you have anything to add to that?
1: I do. I think if um, things are confusing, like if you get mixed messages, like things felt great or whatever, or things feel like off for no reason at all, I think that's kind of an indication, too. Because things should feel really simple. Things should feel... I'm not saying perfect, but I feel like a lot of things should be easygoing. Like, if it's compatible and if it's... If you're on the same wavelength, it should be... The complication should be minimal. Um, it should just feel healthy. You know, the saying, people should add to your life. They, sh- they don't need to complete you and they don't need to take away from you either. Mm-hmm. So if it feels like just mind-boggling and you're analyzing every little thing and you're so anxious that you're like what did this text mean they used to put a period at the end of the sentence and they didn't so you know or what you know how fucking people do just (laughs) if if you're starting to go make yourself crazy thinking and trying to figure out like these puzzles that may not be puzzles (laughs) you're just making them puzzles for yourself because this person is just you know just yeah being confusing Mm -hmm. then i don't know i don't know i I think you're you're not that's not right for you
0: yeah the whole like yeah yeah, i definitely after that having that whole horrible relationship i definitely pay attention to when people are trying to play this whole hot and cold game yeah where it just kind of feels like you're walking on eggshells and that is like the biggest sign i think of a toxic toxic person unfortunately is that well people aren't toxic but they have toxic tendencies yeah So it's just kind of differentiate that right now like I do kind of feel like most emotions are very innocent and they come from a very innocent place yeah it's just the execution or even the filter that the ego adds that um makes makes it go in either either direction and so just to recap if you feel uneasy around somebody um if you feel like like Raquel said if things should be simple if it feels like it's making if that person's making things a little more complicated you know, um, the whole hot and cold thing. If you feel drained after seeing that person for just maybe even 30, 15 minutes. Um, And another thing is if you feel like you have to behave a certain way in order to keep them around. Um, If you feel like you're constantly being manipulated into giving a specific answer, giving out information in any way, it's also you know that that kind of stuff is something that you need to watch out for so I think the next step is like how do you in a sense create boundaries with toxic people because at the end of the day they're really just going to understand their own struggle they're not going to look towards other people's struggles put it this
1: way people that you really like that you're close with or like if you're in a relationship like the way that these toxic people have you feeling like do you see yourself making that if you were the reverse and you're you know, hopefully you wouldn't treat anybody this way, but especially people that you know the best example is that movie he's just not that into you you know if a guy wants to call he's gonna call you if people want to <laughs> make things work with you they're gonna make it work with you yeah so if you look at it from that lens like well would i do this to somebody i'm actually interested in that i want in my life like would i confuse them Would i like confuse them to the point where they're annoyed and they're gonna want to leave like no of course you wouldn't you want to make it like you want to enjoy every moment and make the most of that time and all this stuff like does it does it make it sense to you like <laughs> <laughs> please like like you know you wouldn't do that to somebody especially somebody you really care about so if somebody's doing that to you well i'm afraid my friend they just don't think much of you or they at least need things to sort out and and it's not your job and it's not up to you and you know let them go on their way and figure it out like cuz you know especially if you've paid your dues and you've been through enough bullshit in your life and you're just kind of tired of it like you don't have to stick around for that shit if you're not in the mood for it I hope you're not in the mood for it yeah. you know what I mean okay.
0: absolutely absolutely I agree yeah if you're not in the mood for it you're not in the mood for it you definitely there's there's this sense of like obligation sometimes when no. it comes to uh, toxic people like they'll, they'll definitely like play the victim sometimes right <laughs> and that's just it's important to understand again when when your emotions are being played on because At the end of the day, if you are not somebody who can control your own free will, there's a chance that you're around people who are controlling, who expect you to be a certain person in their life. And again, you are not responsible in that way for others. Um, So it's just, yeah, what were you going to say?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Uh, I had a thought,
0: but I'm losing it. I'm trying to get it back. All right, so (laughs) you're not responsible (laughs) in that way, in a sense. Like, you are not responsible for somebody else's happiness. Let's just put it that way, plain and simple. So when it comes to the idea of, like things not falling through like for example not having like having all these like plans fall through you know a, a sign of somebody who isn't very toxic would say okay well, let's just go do something else you know it just yeah. really matters that we're we're here with each other it doesn't matter what we do but somebody who's toxic who's controlling would probably like start blaming things or start like yeah. having a having a very tense 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 mindset on what's what's going on um go ahead Um, What I was
1: going to say is that, like, um, when when we talk about self-talk and it's not just us, we didn't coin this idea, but it's been floating around a lot where they're like, well, the way you would talk to like a person that you love, that's near and dear to you, like, don't talk to yourself in that way. So when you when you think of it in that lens, like if if you wouldn't treat your favorite person a certain way. You know that you wouldn't do that. Don't settle for that. Don't allow yourself to be treated that way. Because that's what it all comes down to. Get, um, reciprocate what you're getting. Give what you want back. You know? Yeah. Just, yeah, don't settle for what you know you, you have the capacity to do.
0: Um, yeah. Just don't settle. I'll give you an example that kind of, like, echoes what you're saying. So, um, again, back to the L.A. thing because I'm so pissed still. <laughs> um, so, I was told that we we're going to meet at, meet at this one restaurant for brunch. And I texted the group chat like two or three days before we were, we were going to get there. Can you make sure, like, ask, I asked, like, hey, do we have to make reservations for the place? And nobody responded. So, I was like, okay. So, I text people the day before, you know. And it turns out, like, there's, there's a whole group of people I wanted to carpool with. Ended up, like, getting hotel room a day early. Stuff like that. Whatever. it's fine. Yeah. But, um, I asked again, like, Hey, do you have to make a reservation for this place? And the person who I was showing up for, like the birthday girl, she was like, it would be really great if you did it. And I'm sitting here (laughs) telling me, I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, it's probably not my place. I don't know how many people are showing up. Yeah. Why would I make a reservation? And I don't know how many people are showing up. Yeah. What? And so I told her, Hey, like, that's probably something you have to do. Yeah. And she just said, Okay. (laughs) Yep. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of it, again, if you feel like it's not your place to do a specific thing, you can absolutely say, hey, uh, maybe you can handle that.
1: Yeah, you really okay. want to find out who's down for you as you state, state your boundaries and state all that and see how they react. Like that's mm-hmm. how you,
0: you realize who's your people and who's not. Really. And you find out real fucking quick yeah. and really. then act accordingly. It is so ridiculously <laughs> important, again, important that you have boundaries with people. Because at the end of the day, that also translates to having boundaries with yourself. Yeah. You, exact like Raquel, yeah, yeah, exact the <laughs> like what Raquel said earlier, if you are not willing to accept certain behavior and certain language from others, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. That being said, you can definitely set a boundary of like, if you have any sort of toxic habits that you're trying to outgrow, if you were constantly negating yourself being negative like telling yourself that everything that you do is going to amount to nothing you have to know when to draw the line you can have bad thoughts about yourself but there's a certain point where you have to say okay that's it Mm -hmm. we're done making me feel bad about this yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and just just based on the fact that there's a part of you that can recognize negative thought patterns just means that you are not those negative thoughts. I just want you to know. If there's a part of you that can recognize that, mm-hmm. you are that part that's always stable and really never changing. You are the person sitting by the, su- by the lake <laughs> watching the ripples, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, your negative thoughts and everybody else's negativity, for example, they don't have to be put on you. Mm-mm. And a, that's a really, really, really big part of like setting boundaries with people who have toxic patterns. Yes for sure all right i think we're i can talk about this all day but do you have any last minute thoughts Uh, (laughs) um be well (laughs) um
1: (laughs) sorry you guys um i feel like we said i don't know i i think i think i think i had i said everything that i needed to say but just okay Just don't settle. I don't know. Don't settle. Do what's right for yourself. And if you don't trust your own judgment,
0: that's where you need to start. yeah. Yeah,
1: it's quite all right to, you know, maybe go into therapy or maybe talk to a trusted person to maybe sort some things out because I I can understand how there's some people that can be, and I've been here where you, it's not even with everything, but there can be like an aspect of your life where you're so messed up and you're so confused because you've got like, just like a convoluted collection of data from different people. And and, and in certain situations you're like, is this even right? Or is this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you know it's okay to 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 get help too like I, I know we said that like there's some things that you needed to, to solve yourself and, and your healing is your responsibility but that doesn't mean you can't get help with that if you need it yeah I'll just add that because you I mean even and and I know it's even harder to reach out for help when it should be like when you consider something to be so simple, like, you, you, if you think, oh, this should be something I should be able to figure out myself. Like, I should know right from wrong on this. I should blah, 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 blah. But if you really don't, you know, just get help. Don't make it worse, you know. Yeah. Just get help.
0: Yeah. I think there's, yeah, there's definitely something very divine about what you just said. Because it, it again, it's like, it could be very simple if yeah. you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and I think that, that you f- overlook because oh, this is the norm, and you just accept it that it's norm, and it's not exactly yeah. And I think if you have trouble accessing any sort of therapy, if you don't have any health coverage, that sort of thing, like the cool thing about the internet right now, well, the cool, but then also the weird part about the internet is that you definitely have access to all this wisdom. You have de- the access to all this knowledge. You just have to know what to search for and where to search for it. Um, and a big part of this research that I for for this, um, sort of, hold on, sorry, it's telling me that there's only, okay, yeah, we still got time, so a big part of this research was based off of, like, YouTube videos that I did, that I, not that I did, but I just watched, and, um, stuff like, ways to tell if you have, if there's a toxic person in your life, yeah, I even watched a TED talk where it was, like, uh, Or the title was how to tell if your friends are trash. (laughs) Uh, I like (laughs) Like, that. You can really get sucked into like, (laughs) are you a piece (laughs) of shit? Take this quiz and off. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. And like, you know, treat this information as if or treat the journey of finding all of this knowledge with curiosity. Like it's you have to be really open to figuring out or I guess in a sense being open to experience anything that you find. Um, and obviously discern, like, if, if really the information feels a little off and it doesn't feel like it's right, it, it's okay to, like, you know, close close that out and go to the next source. Um, I just know that there were many, many talks on YouTube about toxic negativity and also, like, how to heal from, from self-sabotage. And so there's just a lot, a lot, a lot of free resources out there. You don't have to pay the money if you don't want to. Right. Um, it's all there.
1: Yes. It's
0: really all there. You just have to know where to look. So... I also wish you well. Yes. <laughs> I wish everybody well. Thank you for listening to this short and sweet episode about toxic negativity.
1: Thank you. Yes. And we'll see you in the
0: next one. Bye. Bye.